I'm Hi everyone, welcome back to a brand new episode of the Math Therapy Sessions podcast. Our guest for today is Dr. Anand Mohata. He has completed his masters in conservative dentistry and endodontics from Government Dental College Mumbai and his BDS from Rural Dental College Loni. Dr. Anand was the founder president of the Maharashtra Association of Conservative Dentists and Endodontists. Currently, he has his own specialized private practice in Mumbai and is the founder of many dental startups in the country. The audio podcast is available on Spotify and Anchor. The links to that are in the description down below. Before we dive in, a huge shout out to Immersify Education for sponsoring today's podcast. Immersify Dental is the ultimate platform for dental students out there. It's a perfect resource for dental professionals looking to review weaker areas and busy educators who want to help their students excel. They have a wide range of free resources but I'm personally using their premium version for quite some time now and they have successfully managed to incorporate augmented reality interactive animation and gamification with dental learning and make it the most feature-rich dental app out there. And as listeners of this podcast, you will receive a 10% off on your monthly subscription to Immersify Premium. The link to that is in the description down below. Do check them out. Drop a like if you like this video and consider subscribing if you end up loving it. And also don't forget to comment down below your thoughts on the podcast. Till then, enjoy the episode. So Dr. Anand, what is the role of a mentor in a dental student's life? So I would say a mentor is very, very important. It's something that is there as a guiding light for you. Mm-hmm. How and why do you need a mentor? Because there are a lot of distractions. There are a lot of different things being practiced or different methods of doing something. Right. And it is very difficult to know how exactly you're supposed to do it. How do you learn it? How do you practice it? Where do you learn it? Who's the right person to guide you? You need that guidance, which is possible only from a mentor who has been there and done that. Mm. So getting a mentor who shows you that light is going to be very important. In fact, as I was talking to you a few minutes ago, I'm kind of at the cusp of changing my forte or my love for the next 10 years. I've been into endodontics i finished my masters in 2012 now so mm-hmm. i've been into endodontics for exactly 10 years of my life now and now i'm kind of done with endodontics mm-hmm. not done with endodontics in the sense that i'm not going to practice endodontics obviously i'm going to practice it till i die yeah but it does not give me that adrenaline push anymore mm-hmm. maybe because there is nothing new or nothing path breaking which is coming down in endodontics anymore right. everything and anything that had to be done is literally done we have achieved most of it as far as I can see. So now my, I had my mentors for endodontics. Now I'm switching over my forte to more of aesthetic dentistry. Okay. And just two days back, I spoke to a person, if I can name him, Dr. Mohan Bhuvneshwaram from Chennai. Mm-hmm. And he's going to be my new mentor. My first mentor in this path for aesthetic dentistry. And I'm looking up to this journey. So how did you decide to switch to aesthetic dentistry from endodontics? What were your reasons? Like, for example, you said you had a mentor and then he shifted his focus, like your focus to aesthetic. How did he help? And so uh, the mentor didn't help shift my focus. The mentor is pretty much still into endodontics. Okay. It's just that I thought that I need to start doing something else. You Mm. get bored of doing that same procedure Mm. or the same thing over and over again. At some point in your life, you will be like, boss, I need a change. I need to switch over to something else. Right. So... The whole point was 
maybe because i am kind of a personality who does not like to do that same thing you get bored i get bored yes. i get bored a bit too fast so maybe that was the whole thing that i was just i didn't get that adrenaline rush which you get while doing something so when i am doing composites i am in my zone in the clinic mm. i am enjoying it i am literally singing i am whistling i am in my zone mm. that time i literally don't care what's happening around mm. so i love to be in that zone so what's that about you know aesthetics and restorative dentistry and what attracts you towards it the reaction from the patients once when you give see- them once you give them the smile that they were looking for hmm. and the reaction from the family the phone call that you get in the evening right my wife loved it my parents loved it that's it's, all it's instant gratification it's instant gratification immediate gratification that you get with hmm. it hmm. endodontics also gives you that gratification because you give pain relief to the patient hmm. but that that confidence that a patient gets after that smile change over is a different level of high because you change the person's personality to some extent right right you uh, have been a mentor for like like uh, we spoke about your mentor but you also have been a mentor for a lot of students including me at various points in our career so when people look up to you what is the one common thing they come and ask you and uh, about dentistry what to do what not to do or how do you help them so to be very very frank sadly dentistry seems to be going through a very tough phase right now mm-hmm. there are a lot of dental clinics all around i don't think so there is any corner of india which does not have a lot of dental clinics there is competition everywhere you go on any corner of india any village city any place mm-hmm. two tier three tier metro you go anywhere there are a lot of clinics there right. everyone knows this right so the biggest concern that students have is sir will i have work will i make the money that i need to survive and my suggestion to them is you have to be patient you have to give them that time you right. have to give it time it takes time for a clinic to develop and to settle it takes time to develop your name because in a medical field the best marketing is word to word mouth to mouth nothing else is going to help no help you no amount of any marketing will help i really don't feel putting pamphlets and sending smss or doing free dental checkups is going to give you the quality of patients that you are looking for right a free dental checkup patient would probably not be the right patient for you to treat because they would not agree to your charges as well right so i feel it's mouth to mouth marketing which takes time. quite some time to mm. develop that's the only disadvantage but the biggest advantage is that patient is already converted for you when he sits on that chair mm. you don't have to convert the patient you don't have to make the patient agree to your treatment right. that treatment plan is by default accepted by the patient yeah. you don't have to break your brains and you know go beyond anything normal to explain it to the patient because the patient comes with that comfort and with that confidence in you hmm. so that is what you need to work on you need to give time and see there is competition in everything every profession on earth has competition even begging has competition on this earth you go to a signal you will see 10 beggars around right, right. but you will pay only one if at all if you pay right? right they also do something different that's why you end up paying only one right it's as simple as that it's a very blunt example but it gets across the point right mm. so i say competition is going to be everywhere on any profession that you look at just give it that time and obviously under dentistry there are a lot of different things that you can do mm. do that don't waste your time just sitting in the clinic and wishing there are no patients and hating yourself that there are no patients there are a lot of things to do in dentistry start doing that what do you mean is pick a niche or pick a niche like for example that you have picked up a niche hmm. pick up a niche pick up something that you like pick up something that you enjoy doing just yesterday i was speaking to an endodontist from bangalore hmm. she was like sir i have only two clinics i am sitting around the whole day and then 
after this whole conversation where she was bitching about the whole world mm-hmm. she tells me by the way i am also an artist and i do calligraphy mm-hmm. and i was like dude why are you here yeah why are you bitching about the earth mm-hmm. you are an artist you do calligraphy right. convert that into something right see your 9 to 5 is dentistry okay but your 5 to 9 can be something else and then work so hard on your 5 to 9 that it becomes and it funds your 9 to 5 and you don't need that 9 to 5 anymore maybe Can you come. do dentistry i'm not saying do come out of dentistry mm-hmm. but do it for passion don't mm-hmm. do it for making money mm-hmm. do it for passion do it for fun do it for a change but create your niche use your passions what you love what you enjoy doing and then develop into it right. and you can always mix it with dentistry for example i told her give me a logo I want to design a logo for my new venture. Hmm. You're the best person for it because you know dentistry and you are into designing. Right, so right. develop that. You can do a lot of things wherein you combine both the things. True, absolutely. You have to combine your passion with your profession hmm. so that you get the perfect mixture. That's something that is a difficult nut to crack, but you need to crack it. Because a lot of people complain about. I mean, including me at some point. Um, you know, saturation. Uh, you know, dentistry saturation. I mean, I'm hearing this since I entered uh, dentistry in 2009. and it's almost 14 years now and people are still i mean like you said it's going to be everywhere and it's going to get worse yeah. it's not going to get better <laughs> so don't expect it to get better it's surely just going to get worse right mm. so there's no point bitching about it because you can't do anything about it so do something that you can do i'm always a believer of doing things and changing things that are in your control there mm. are many things which are not in your control so don't you can spend 5 minutes thinking about it but giving more than 5 minutes makes no sense right. for things which are not in your control right so just leave it and work on things that you can change and trust me you can make a drastic change on it so it's like uh, you know becoming a dentist or doing dentistry uh, a viable career option to in 2023 according to you if you're thinking of getting admission into dentistry in 2023 yes i would say look at different options also why so because life is going to get tougher and tougher for dentists in india for sure and maybe globally mm. it's not that easy anymore or globally the options for dentists is not that wide anymore it mm. is going to be a tough nut to crack there are many other career options which are becoming uh what can i say which are becoming an option right now mm. or which have just suddenly come into the market right. in the past 10 years maybe since the advent of social media and the internet going everywhere mm. which are maybe good options for those people if you are already into dentistry of you have already taken the plunge mm. there is no going back right mm. so then you have to make sure you do everything you it's like sam dam dan bhed you have to give in your everything and make sure you do good at it it mm. comes down to your passion it comes down to it's not just about money it's about you feeling good about what you are doing you enjoying what you are doing that process should be fun yeah. not just the destination and you should enjoy that whole process and there will be a lot of trial and error method like you will have to keep trying new things keep reinventing you can't land at the correct spot like like you said you must have done a lot of different ventures in dentistry and finally you'll come down to something which you love and now you know okay for you at least for the next 10 years this oh, is what it is exactly so that happens right obviously you will have lots of hits and misses mm. you might think something is going to do good in the market for example or something that will give you a high mm. but it does not turn out that way or you might partner up with someone as a partner and it might not turn out that way you will always have hits and misses the but part, yeah. that's the whole point of trying right if you don't try you don't know what's yeah, the hit yeah. and the miss right exactly you have to keep shooting you have to keep shooting mm. some point you are going to hit on the bull side right. but if you don't shoot 
you're never going to hit the bullseye so the problem is with people is that they don't shoot they're scared of shooting if you're scared of shooting will never hit the target right. you can miss right that's okay that's acceptable but give it a shot so keep on doing it keep on looking at good ventures different things that you can do there are a lot of things in dentistry to do not just sitting in a clinic there are right. a lot lot more things in dentistry than just sitting in a clinic mm. so think of those ventures think on those verticals and you can get something better right in your uh, short career till now you have taught hundreds of students and uh, so according to you what's the main difference uh, uh, between students back then when you started and today so it's been just short 10 years i am not that old so i have not seen <laughs> a generation change in <laughs> students short <laughs> so i have not seen a drastic generation change in students hmm. but yeah i can say that era in which we studied there was no social media there was not a lot of exposure to the outside world dentistry or the dentistry which has been practiced itself just outside my college hmm. when we are in the college the only dentistry we know is what is happening in the college or right. what is happening in my clinic for example or to a few clinics nearby hmm. so because of social media suddenly everyone is exposed to a lot of great dentistry also mm. so what is happening is a lot of students are now passionate about doing great work once they are getting to see it which was not we thought it was not possible to put it very frankly when we used to see those cases in articles we never thought it was possible right it could not be done now when we actually see the process of it being done in videos or social media posts or whatever right now something is that is what i am seeing in the students that now they are working hard for it mm. there is a group of students who don't care which is always there but then there is a very good group of students who are passionate about giving that service which is a drastic change which i am seeing because of the exposure they are getting through internet and social media like it's possible to replicate the yes yeah. and many people are achieving those global standards now and, in india as well and in fact making it better yes 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 india is not behind anymore so my next question was a lot of uh, students do a lot of mistakes so what are the common mistakes you have seen students do in which, which can be avoided in dentistry or in in dentistry they jump to treating a patient that's the biggest mistake i have seen not just by students i have seen it by young clinicians decently old practice clinicians they jump to doing treatments never show to a patient or never let the patient feel that you want that patient or you want to immediately start the treatment mm. that gives very negative vibes to the patient mm. i would always say give it the time let the patient think over it don't jump to a treatment or a treatment plan until first you are clear about it and right. the patient is clear about it mm. don't jump to a treatment because i have seen a lot of issues arising because of that because the mm. patient was you know not taken in confidence completely before the start of the treatment mm. don't know that mm. that's the biggest factor because right now not just doing the treatment the way you do it and the way the patient feels about the treatment is equally important so you need to give a lot of focus on that because with obviously with so many clinics around one negative thing that happens is a lot of back bitching also happens about dentists around so your neighborhood dentist might not talk good about you right. to a patient right mm. even if you have done a decently good work your neighboring dentist might talk not talk good about you so you have to not let that thing come in between you and your practice uh what would your advice be for students who are into dentistry now and i mean they are doing bds or into mds and what would your advice be for them if clinical dentistry is what gives you the high that you want or is what is paying your bills 
do that concentrate on that there are a lot of things to learn you don't need to do masters by default i have seen amazing clinicians amazing people who are doing endodontics better than people who have done masters in endodontics i have seen bds people doing great work in every field not just in endodontics for example in every field who are doing great work with just a bds degree the degree doesn't matter it is how you work and how you develop your degree and how you gain knowledge gyan sab jagah bat raha hai it's like what uh, amir khan said in three idiots right gyan mil raha hai sirf batorne ki zarurat hai barabar you have to just go and get that knowledge and apply it and you don't need to invest a lot to do decently good dentistry it does not mean you need a scanner you need a printer and you need blah 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 you can do decently good dentistry with literally not spending much more on your practice right mm-hmm. you don't need a microscope always you can do most of the things with a pair of loops as well which is not that costly that's a good start i'm not saying you don't need a microscope but that's a good start so you need to jump directly to my yes. you can go step by you go, step go step by step whatever In your pocket way. is allowing you do that hmm. if your pocket is not allowing a microscope that does not mean you don't even buy a set of loops hmm. you at least buy a set of loops because that is going to change your dentistry by a great margin hmm. and not just that one more thing that i like about loops or a microscope is the patient also realizes it hmm. that something different is there right. and see that makes an impact on the patient this is what i always tell my students when i'm teaching rubber dam as well mm-hmm. so i take classes for rubber dams and when i'm telling the students i always say that see 99% of your patients who are going to come to your clinic wouldn't have not experienced a rubber dam mm-hmm. and when you explain to them why you're using it how you're using it what difference is it going to make the patients understand it they value it and they appreciate that you're putting in the extra efforts to give them better service that is what they are looking for right, right, right. everyone is looking for better service they are okay to pay more see the higher cost is going to pinch them maybe one day two day three days but the quality is going to be with them for life so make sure you're giving them that good quality and not just thinking about the price and like you said it automatically uh, distinguishes you from the other dentists when you're using a loop or a rubber dam exactly uh, and uh, when you're using a loop i mean i started using loops i think first with you only and you get get a different perspective towards dentistry it changes yes. your uh, it broadens your horizon and the way you look at treatment everything changes as a clinician also everything changes your your treatments improve mm. to put it in simple words your treatments improve because right. you'll you see better you do better right, right? it's as simple as that you see better you do better and that's going to give you better success rates so that's the whole point even for example photography mm. you take a picture put it up on a screen or take it up on your phone show it to the patient you just telling them ki idhar khadda hai idhar filling karna hai they are not they are going to go by by your word right, right. and if you say udhar do daanton mein khadda hai they are going to go by your word they don't understand ki ek mein hai ki do mein hai the patient is even when we are the patients we don't understand it right so take a photograph it's not a big deal now everyone has a decently good phone where you can take a photograph i am not talking about a dslr photography as well take it show it to the patients because most of the doctors are not doing that take an intraoral camera for that matter use that show it to the patients when they see it they will trust you and that is the most important factor right now that people are not trusting the new dentists who are coming out mm. and it's not wrong on their part there are a lot of dentists who are sadly cheating the patients doing things and not actually doing things mm. and doing a lot of grossly wrong things right. so patients are not wrong on their part we just have to overcorrect ourselves right. 
and i always believe that uh, because when you use an intral camera to show patients they it's their teeth they are, they are supposed to know what is yes. going on and it's a great practice builder too like for example if they come for one filling and if you sh- just you sh- show, show them, them i mean they, all the black black thing all around and they're like bhai ye bhi bhar de exactly they're not going to say no to you obviously so, because they can see it right right they can obviously see it so if not now maybe within 2 months they'll come down back to you true true So uh, that's what you want, right? You want more work. Yeah, pra- create more work for you. True. That's how you keep improving, like little, little by little, as a clinician. Yes, have a lot of teachers who have taught you, and you have been a teacher for a lot of students. So, what motivates you as a teacher on a daily basis? So, I am passionate about teaching. I just enjoy teaching. I just love teaching. I like to see that smile on a student's face when he actually understands the concepts also mm-hmm. i usually teach for students who have already done dentistry okay who have already learned their stuff in dentistry and now they are either trying to get into mds mm-hmm. the entrance exams or teaching them clinical dentistry so they have already gone through a lot of teachers talking about those topics that i am talking about and not understood them mm-hmm. so when for example for a topic like bonding mm-hmm. which is something which is literally not understood so well or not taught so well sadly in colleges once you get down to the dead basics of it and explain the whole science behind it and that smile that comes on to a student's face mm. after understanding the whole concept and realizing that it was so simple mm. why was it so complicated for me earlier mm. that gives me the satisfaction that i desire and that makes me feel good mm. and i love teaching it's just that i love teaching whenever i get a chance i feel i should start teaching again it's just that i don't get time anymore how was the transition because of the pandemic not a lot of people were doing say like digital class they were doing it the traditional way but due to the pandemic we were forced to you know teach digitally so how was the transition for you as a teacher going from traditional classes to you know giving lectures digitally at least for that time so i am more of a traditional teacher mm-hmm. i i am not more of the pandemic teacher as you might call it mm-hmm. because i like to see that feedback that is what i was talking about mm-hmm. for me to see that feedback is very difficult if i am treating if i am talking to a camera mm-hmm. right so for me i didn't enjoy much i did host a lot of sessions during the pandemic but i was not so involved as a teacher you, teacher you, you didn't enjoy it I don't enjoy it because I need to see that feedback mm-hmm. and for me I work entirely on that feedback I if I need to emphasize something 10 times I'll do that but I need that feedback coming back from the student right. which was not so easy during the pandemic mm-hmm. or for the online teaching methods so I'm not that fond of that I'm more of a personal touch and most of the times I don't even use presentations mm-hmm. so I'm more of a you know chalk and card uh, blackboard kind of a teacher or a paper and a pen kind of a teacher i don't use presentations i many a times don't use anything i just take a paper and pen and start explaining mm-hmm. so i work more on that those traditional super old conventional concepts and methods but that works for me and that works for the students the feedback i have always got from my students is so you don't take a presentation just That's teaches great. the way in the flow that is how we grasp more and it keeps it more what can i say open ended they can easily ask me questions clear their doubts and it creates uh what can i say a comfort level which is different as compared to a presentation kind of thing because in presentations i don't know it forces you to go by it and i don't like to do it especially in my teaching i don't want to be forced by something i mean speaking about the pandemic uh, how did it affect you personally and as a clinician personally health wise it made i guess everyone serious about their health mm-hmm. 
it made everyone serious about respecting their family right. and their loved ones mm. there were times when we literally didn't care about our family or our mom or our dad or our support system as you might call it true, true. and we realized that if they are not there we will find it very very tough to even survive mm. say the least we always used to think are mummy kya karti hai din bhar ghar pe but then when you realized and when you spent those 24 hours the whole day in the home you realized ki mummy din bhar apne se zyada kaam karti barabar barabar and you started getting that different respect for your family for your sister for your brother for everyone because of the pandemic so pandemic did a lot of wrong but did it it did a lot of right also especially in our heads it made us realize a lot of things that were not being respected and it made us respect those things one right as a clinician it made patients serious about dentistry it made clinicians serious about dentistry and their safety mm. there were many things that were overlooked by us to give you an example i have never worn a face shield in my life ever mm. in my past 10 years of clinical dentistry that i would have been practicing and the day covid struck and suddenly we had to wear <laughs> god knows what astronaut suits and stuff and i started using that face shield and i started realizing oh my god this is the amount of splatter that was coming on my face mm-hmm. forget anything else it's on my face it got serious about we got serious about the safety measures a lot of things got improved which mm-hmm. maybe the developed world was already doing right. we as indians were not doing it cutting corners maybe at some places it pushed us it pushed us and it has made us do it hmm. and it is supposed to stay now yeah. the whole point is don't go back to our old ways of doing it hmm. and yes it cut down my clinic hours <laughs> so that's one good thing that the pandemic did <laughs> okay. that it cut down my clinic hours it stopped me from traveling so much now hmm. so i don't travel so much anymore so hmm. it has got me in a bit more relaxed life in terms of physical travel and stuff and a bit more free time as well mentally when you are forced to shut down our practices for a few days or weeks or months depending where you stayed how did that affect you did that affect you as a clinician or i mean i don't think so it affected me much i started back my practice within 2 months okay so i had to start back my practice within 2 months exactly after 2 months in mid may i started my practice mm. so the first patient i treated i felt god knows what i am doing i didn't understand what i was doing it was a root canal and i don't know what i did it was after 2 months it was suddenly wearing all of those things doing exactly. a practice yeah. was a difficult thing but after that once you get into the zone of it i don't think so it it didn't affect me much mm. in fact those 2 months of lockdown were the busiest months of my life mm. i had to take a cup of coffee in the afternoon and stay awake because me on world dental association were hosting a lot of webinars and educational series for dentists all around the globe so we were actually hosting at least two or three webinars a day mm-hmm. and it was a taxing time for us so in fact i had to stay away and work hard in getting things streamlined so i didn't have a chill time it was i was either hosting webinars or i was attending webinars i was either educating myself or educating the world but i was not free one more question i had for you was how do you keep upgrading yourself as a clinician and how has your practice evolved as a clinic like you know especially your endo practice uh, in this last 10 years so upgrading yourself is very very important if you are not upgrading you are falling behind everyone you have to understand that every 10 years the whole forte of dentistry will change if you look back 10 years 15 years back nobody had an rvg in their clinic right. now literally every other clinic has an rvg every mm. clinic in india for example has an rvg True. and that is exactly going to be the scene for scanners mm. 
10 years down the line, 15 years down the line, every clinic in India is going to come down with a scanner. If you are not upgrading, you are falling behind. At the end, it's a race and you have to run it. You like it or not, you have to run it. So upgradation is very, very important. Patients look up to it. Patients appreciate it. Patients understand it. And the new generation of patients who come down, the social media generation of patients who are visiting us, they appreciate it and they understand it. Mm. There was a group of patients about which is in their, you know, 60s and 70s, which are okay with the old ways of doing it. But they are not your patients for long, right? right, right. The new patients, the younger patients are going to be your patients for a long time. So you need to upgrade. If you're not upgrading, you're falling behind. How my practice has been upgraded. So I started my practice with a microscope. So I made sure that I am already into One step a, forward, yeah. a step forward when I'm opening my clinic. So I made sure I worked hard during my consultations and collected that much amount of money that I can open with a microscope. Mm. But see, buying a microscope is not the end of it. Mm. With a microscope, you have to buy 10 other things, which slowly, slowly I understood once I bought the microscope. <laughs> okay, I need this also. I need this also. I need this also. And slowly, slowly you go on upgrading them. So in a clinic, you also need a good scaler when you're working under a microscope. You can't work with a simple scaler that comes with your chair. Right. You need a good quality scaler. You need a good, good quality section. light. You need good mirrors. You need good instruments, fine instruments, lot of stuff, a hell lot of, and you need good assistance. Mm. That's the most important. You need a good team. Mm. So, you know, that is how the upgradation happens. It happens step by step. It happens slowly. You have to give it that time and you have to be open to it. it you should never think that you're done upgrading. Mm. There is never an end to it. I always have a list of at least 10, 7 to 10 equipments that I want to buy in my clinic. Most of the people I meet or my colleagues would say, dude, you already have everything. Why? What do you want to buy more? But there is always a scope to improve. Right. If you're doing shade matching with your DSLR photography, you always have a Vita machine which will give you the exact shade. Right. So there is you, no end to it. Do you have that? Do you plan to buy it? Plan. It's in my list. <laughs> there are a lot of things in my list. So I said no, I have 8 to 10. It's on my phone always. It's there on my table. That list is written on my table and I keep on ticking it. Mm. One is done. One is done. One is done. So scanner was in my list. I just got a scanner about 5-6 months back. Now the next thing would be a laser. The next thing would be something else. But it's always in the list. You should never stop upgrading. If you're upgrading you're falling behind. I always used to give an example. It is like keeping your money in cash. Inflation is always going to happen, right? You can't stop inflation. So after five years, that one lakh rupees, which you have in cash is worth maybe 75,000 rupees. That's exactly how, how if you're not upgrading, it happens. After five years, you're not what you were five years back. You are behind yourself now. So you have to think in that way and you have to upgrade. But it has to come post, like, you know, from inside, like, because I have met a lot of dentists, like you said, according to them, they're done. They don't want to upgrade. Why? The patient won't pay more. When I talk to them, I say, it's not for the patient. It's for you. It's like, you know, you don't buy a microscope for the patient. Mm. You don't buy a loop for the patient. You buy it for your back. You buy it for your neck. And the good dentistry mm. is an advantage. You're not buying a microscope for doing good endodontics. It might sound very counterproductive or what nonsense is this guy talking, but that is how it is. Because the change that microscope does to your back and your neck is what is important for you, right? right. Your back is going to stay with you for your life. Yeah. Give it that love, give it that care and that microscope will do that. Mm -hmm. Loops will do that for your back, right? Right. So you're not, patient is never going to pay more. 
नो पेशेंट इज गोना कम एंड टेल यू सर आप वो माइक्रोस्कोप यूज करो मैं आपको ज्यादा पैसा दूंगा नो पेशेंट इज गोना कम एंड टेल यू दैट राइट आई लिसन टू अ लॉट ऑफ पीपल वाई यू यूजिंग दिस ब्रांड ऑफ कंपोजिट एंड नॉट दिस ब्रांड ऑफ कंपोजिट सर वो पेशेंट को थोड़ा ना पेशेंट नहीं देता पैसा अरे पेशेंट डज नॉट अंडरस्टैंड इट यू नीड टू अंडरस्टैंड दैट द पेशेंट डज नॉट नो वेन यू स्टार्ट यूजिंग अ रबर डैम पेशेंट विल अंडरस्टैंड दैट यू आर डूइंग समथिंग डिफरेंट एंड सिक्स मंथ्स डाउन द लाइन यू कैन इंक्रीज योर चार्जेस फॉर द फर्स्ट सिक्स मंथ्स यू विल बी लर्निंग after 6 months that l will vanish and you will start earning but you have to give that 6 months for your patients also to understand and you will also take some time right it's a learning curve you're not going to you did a course or you saw some online course or you saw a lot of people doing online good rubber dam placements and the next day you are doing amazing rubber dams it takes you also 6 months to do it give it that time like, and then patients will start paying you like i always think about it and that is the reason why personally i by the best bonding agents and the best composite is not for the of course that's a by product yes. the patient gets a good product but it's for our mental peace also that yes. we have given a, that, that feeling will stay the patient will feel happy can eat drink everything and you know do whatever you want exactly so uh, you don't go to bed thinking i think this you don't go to sleep thinking about it exactly so it's for you it's it's totally for you so mm-hmm. when i get patients and i tell them it's a class 2 filling i need at least 1 hour 1 hour Nine one one and a half hour for doing your filling, and he's like, "Huh? Why so much? The other guy did it in ten minutes. Like you'll understand the difference. I don't tell them anything else. I'll tell them just you'll understand the difference. Don't worry. And within the first ten minutes of it, they know what is the difference. True, true. Because they see the rubber dam, all the equipments that I have kept ready for them, and all the steps that I go through, they understand that was this was way different than what they had undergone before. Right. And once you are done with the treatment because you are so confident about your materials your techniques your procedures there are no restrictions to the patients i have heard a lot of dentists saying ye mat khana ye mat khana ye mat khana ye mat khana and i'm like jo khane ka khao we don't care because i trust my procedure i trust my dentistry right it is not going to trouble you you do whatever you want just wait for a day let the anesthesia wear off simple basic and then do whatever you want i don't care i'm literally like that i don't care mm. i tell that in front of the patient so that they understand that he is so confident about his work mm. because otherwise a patient gets a simple crown and they are told not to eat at least 10 things and they stop eating from that side they handle list of all the all things. the don'ts there is no do's there are only don'ts, don'ts. there right and then the patient i am thinking he underwent that treatment to be able to do things true not to be not able to do things true, right true, true. the whole logic of undergoing treatment was to be able to do things that he was already not doing right right right, right. you're handing him a list of 10 things that not to do what is the point in undergoing that treatment right, right, right. the patient starts eating from the other side 10 years later his tmj is screwed mm. what's the whole point so you also have a huge role in dental ed Uh, I wanted to know more about that because uh, in your social media profiles and a lot of po- uh, you keep posting about them. So as I was telling them. you about, just clinical dentistry is never gonna give you the money or the satisfaction or the monetary compensation that you are looking for. Mm-hmm. It is difficult. It okay to accept it. There is no harm in it. People who are saying that they don't want money or they don't want that monetary compensation are maybe not telling you the truth. Mm-hmm. it is difficult to have an established practice when you join practice in the past 7 years of practice maybe mm. it is still difficult to establish a practice in right. mumbai or in anywhere in india i would say you have to be either very lucky or very good in patient management to go to that level i right. guess you are going through that same growth phase of a practice there true, true. and i always wanted to do something different i always wanted to interact with 
good people learn good dentistry from good people so somehow it so happened that as i was telling you about i'll just go through the story behind dental ed and how i joined it so we have a group called as world dental association on oh, facebook it's okay. a pretty old group 2011 abhishek from jammu had started that group and i joined that group randomly i had no interest in anything but once i joined that group i started becoming active in it and i started doing activities there hosting webinars hosting sessions out of no interest no monetary interest just or anything it. just doing it for mm. the sake of doing it i was like these people are doing a good job they are sharing education let me also do whatever i can mm. and then from there i got a contact of someone some person from style italiano who was like oh could you just help me with something i was like ah i'll sh- surely give you some reach he was posting a survey so i was like let me post it on one my group and it will give you a better reach right and we did that and then i started speaking to him and these guys we always used to think that these guys would be hard headed and i don't know how they would have arrogant an ego or arrogant yeah. and god knows how they look as indians and blah 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 and i just messaged him would you like to come to india He's like ah i would love to come to india i have been there once and he was so cool to talk to and it just gave me that confidence okay maybe i can do something in this and he gave me the contact of uh mr emmanuel who is based out of melbourne who is the head of dental ed okay and dental ed is a global dental education company since 2004 so they have been there since at least nearly 20 years now they have presence in at least 20 countries so from us to new zealand they are present literally every decently good country they are there yeah they were in india about 10 years 15 years back but they could never break it and i started talking to him we had telephonic discussions for at least 6 months mm. and finally he had the confidence in me and i had the confidence in him and we started and decided that we'll hold high end niche courses in okay. india which were not happening in india courses which are of the top class quality with top quality speakers mm. we are not talking about speakers who are very basic or talking about very basic dentistry mm. we are talking about the best in the world and i thought that's a good market in india to work on mm. that would give me two things some monetary compensation as well it would give me a reason to come out of my clinic that mm. was one very important thing that i wanted right. because after a point you are just stuck in that small room with your two three assistants doing those same patients and you don't have a social life you don't have anything else to do and sadly most of the dentists are, are doing that you need to come out of this you need to come out of that operator stool of yours and that dental chair of yours even if it is just for dentistry reasons it gave me a chance to come out it gave me a chance to develop a whole team so i have a good team of at least 10 dentists who work with me in dental ed and trust me we enjoy it like anything we sleep 2 hours a night when we are hosting a course like that but we enjoy it we sleep on the floor we sleep anywhere but it is so much great fun to do it and obviously we get to learn right that's the biggest by product out of it you get to learn you get to learn from the best in the world what more can you ask for so any uh, dental ed uh, lectures or conferences happening this year or any we are working soon? on it so covid fucked us to be very frank we had three courses lined up in 2020 covid happened everything got disturbed we have been working on getting it back on track most probably i'll have something coming up in june okay. i'll have someone a big shot in composites coming down to india and taking a course a guy who has never been to india but he has written kind of the bibles of composites if i can say that the book that he has written are the bibles of them composites so okay. we are getting <laughs> someone big wow so we'll wait for that 
announcement we won't ask you so, right now yeah i won't tell you also <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you also have uh, been a part of many startups like buzz yes. and atyanta so can you share something about that i always love to do different things as what i was telling you dentistry mm. is just a part of it so one fine day i was speaking to a school friend of mine okay. he was already into dental manufacturing mm-hmm. he used to manufacture stuff plastic stuff that we use in our clinic and he was like yeah i want to do something more and i was like yeah i want to do get out of my clinic i also want to do something more right. and we just decided to have a partnership and started a firm by the name atyanta so atyanta okay. is a sanskrit word which means perfect okay and here what we decided is we will have all made in india products everything would be totally made in india we'll give good quality we'll make sure we don't compromise on the quality and we'll try to develop our own market for good indian products people who respect quality mm. at economical rate so right. i am trying to give the quality which an mnc would give you at some maybe 5000 bucks i am trying to give you that at 2000 bucks okay so that was the whole thought process behind it and this has been 5 years down the line and we have been working hard on it and we have expanded our portfolio to many things now mm. and it is being doing good it keeps me busy it keeps me you know i am looking at things at a different way now once you get into the manufacturing part of it you realize a lot of thought process goes into it and you enjoy that process because you understand the research and development that goes through developing a single product you just give you an example we were developing a temporary restorative material something that you use post endodontics or just pack in inside the mouth i had to create 150 prototypes wow that's crazy and i rejected them all <laughs> so you can imagine mm. it takes a lot of hard work but it is fun we ended up rejecting them all so you can understand that we have to put in that much effort to get the quality that we are working on but it gives you a high when people love your products people come back with your feedbacks that they are enjoying it mm. it is a good thing to know so how was the whole experience how difficult or easy was it to do the made in india thing like, like it is very difficult mm. it is very difficult to tell you something even a mouth mirror is not made in india mm. the very very cheap quality mouth mirrors are made in india the decently good mouth mirrors that you would be using in your clinic are not made in india right and we might not give that much of a thought process to it a simple mirror head requires at least 10 15 steps to go through for with different people and different things mm. to get manufactured and it is very tough it takes a lot of time it takes a lot of energy it drains you out at times and you are like i don't want to do it anymore but it gives you a different fun when you develop a product and it does good in the market mm. it is difficult because it's something which not many people are doing you don't have someone to guide you or mentor you you don't know the path you have to find the path on your own which is difficult mm. you have to search for things to get done right but you get your way if you are if you are adamant at it you will get your way Got you it. have to stick to it so bioceramic sealers are the current rage uh, in india said what's your take on it so one of the best products that we have at atyanta is a bioceramic sealer okay we oh. launched our bioceramic sealer about 6 8 months back maybe hmm. i have been testing it for the past one and a half years now and bioceramic sealers have drastically changed our dentistry they have changed our obturation methods they have changed our post operative instructions and post operative comfort levels of the patients mm-hmm. and they have improved the success rates of our endodontics it makes dentistry or endodontics easier to say it it is for the lazier endodontist like me for 
genuine endodontist who do it the right way would be going through that obturation process with thermoplasticized and everything for a lazier endodontist like me it's just inject fill and forget it is very biocompatible so good to the tissues your patients don't complain of pain and we have a lot of mnc's which are selling bioceramic products sealers for the price range of 4500 to 5000 for a syringe of 2 grams which is bomb expensive a routine dental clinic in india cannot afford it mm-hmm. that goes without saying right even the good practices cannot afford it forget a routine dental clinic affording it so i had decided that i want to develop a bioceramic sealer and worked on it gave it a lot of effort and now we have a very good bioceramic sealer works oh, so you have, uh, have manufactured yes okay. we have manufactured it works exactly like any of the mnc counterparts one third of the rate so it takes a lot of time takes a lot of effort but it's fun you enjoy it but the whole uh, current rage is, is it worth it do you think it's yes it is worth it i have been so i don't use any other sealer anymore okay <laughs> that's a lot yeah. yeah i still have packed sealers which i have not opened so we end up buying in bulk right, right. we don't buy one packet and then wait for that one pack to get Finish over yeah so we i still have some eight packets of sealers which i used to use earlier which are still there packed with me hmm. and i don't know what to do with them because now for any and every case i'm using a bioceramic sealer there is not a specific indication that this case you are supposed to use that this case you are supposed to use that you can use any sealer anywhere for that hmm. matter and bioceramic sealers are good to use in any way and they do work they do give you the biological seal that you want the most important thing about a sealer is getting that seal right right, right. they give you that seal that's all that you're looking for yeah. everything minute. else is beating around the bush right Just they don't minute. stain the tooth that's a good advantage they're easy to remove also with the gutta percha core inside they can remove it there's no problem so it does the job right i just wanted to know the expert himself it does the job right you can start using a bioceramic sealer okay uh we go back to your early days uh when you joined when you became a dental student you always wanted to become a dentist or happened by chance something like that never wanted to be a dentist okay though my not? elder sister is was doing dentistry at that time mm-hmm. but i was the more intelligent student in the house so everyone thought i would be a medico mm-hmm. i would get into medicine but it somehow so happened that i don't know what happened during those entrance exams and i goofed up so crazy mm-hmm. that i didn't get the rank that everyone was expecting me to get mm-hmm. the classes that i used to go to they were expecting that my phone my photo will come on the newspapers they were expecting something really great out of me but somehow i goofed up on those exams i maybe could not take the stress and i ended up not getting that great rank even with that rank maybe i would have got into a good medical college but somehow fate had something else in mind and some sting operations and blah 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 what happened and i ended up getting dentistry into a private college okay so that's okay but the moment i entered into dentistry in a private college my first thought process was dude i am doing something which i didn't want but mm. now i have to make sure i excel in it mm. so my aim right from the first day of bds was to get into mds into a government college that was the aim that i went for to itself yes so that was something that i had decided right on the day i entered that college that dude okay this is not something that you wanted mm. so now make the best out of it mm. if life gives you a lemon make a lemonade right mm. so the first day of my college i decided i'm not going to cut corners i'm not going to you know go to my seniors what is important tell me i'll read only that and i'll pass the exams right. that is not what i was looking for mm-hmm. from the first day from the first year itself my 
studying was focused into getting into mds so i was not just studying a bd chaurasia for example i was reading at least three other books for anatomy which even the medicos were not reading because i was preparing myself for my masters so dentistry was never the first choice hmm. but i don't regret it anymore i'm having fun it was meant i'm enjoying to be. it sorry it was meant to be your meant it was to be. meant to be maybe whatever fate has it you you can't you you know there are many things which are not in your control right, so right. this was one of those things which was not in my control i could have maybe opted for a private medical college but money is a big issue right True. finances has to be taken care of so how was the whole bds experience apart from studying you know it was fun it was fun dentistry yeah. back then was surely fun we had and i studied in a gao you mm. can call it as a gao it was a village pravra in loni <laughs> there was nothing there mm. we if we had to watch a movie it we had to sit on bakdas it was 10 rupees a movie which was shown on a projector acha oh okay wo projector jo typical lectures mein use hota hai na right. purane types ka we were shown a movie on that projector and it used to take us at least watching that movie twice to understand it because the sound quality was so bad the video quality was so bad it was all pirated stuff that we used to get to watch there but dentistry was fun learning was fun you had a different kind of friendship with your batchmates right. because you were staying with them the whole day in the college you are with them in the hostel Hostels you are with them in during your lunch you are with them during your dinner you are with them those 6 years 5 uh, 6 years of it was fun yeah. birthday celebrations were crazy <laughs> you it was a different we used to play cricket mm. so we had a different level of fun dentistry was fun we had a lot of issues with the management as well so <laughs> we enjoyed our time so to tell you something i have been till the supreme court of india we have attended a case in the supreme court of why? india why so our college increased our fees acha it was uh, for the whole academic year uh, like without, so without informing you all they informed us but it was illegal okay so for medicos for denticos and for the physiotherapy guys the medicos paid up the physiotherapy guys paid up we 50 denticos decided we are not going to pay this is not going to work with us and to be very frank rangde basanti had just released that time and we were more inspired from that to say the least so we decided we are not going to pay them don't it was in my third year bds don't tell me you were the leader i was the leader <laughs> i have to be the leader so i was the class representative for four years i was the top all throughout so by default i was a leader in the group so rangde basanti had a great influence on us ki hum kuch to karenge karke rahenge and we were of that thought process ki bhai harenge chalega but kiya na we'll go with that ki at least hit at least try right don't just give up we were kicked out of our colleges for two months we were given notices to vacate the hostels i have been to the aurangabad high court so often That उधर का वॉचमैन से लेके उधर का मामा हमको पहचानता था जजेस यूज टू सी अस वी यूज टू गो इन ग्रुप्स ऑफ टेन फिफ्टीन व्हाइट कोट पेन के एंड वी यूज टू डू ऑल दैट नखराज ऑल्सो सो द जजेस यूज टू सी अस एंड दे वुड बी लाइक फिनिश ऑफ ऑल द केसेज माई स्टूडेंट्स आर वेटिंग एंड वी वेंट अगेंस्ट द कॉलेज वी वोन द केस लेटर इट टुक सम एट ईयर्स फॉर द केस टू सेटल डाउन फाइनली बट वे बैक इन टू थाउजेंड फिफ्टीन आई गेस वी गॉट द मनी बैक एज वेल सो दैट वॉज अ गुड थिंग and we had fun that whole process of going to the courts attending the sessions and then you know i don't know whether i should say this we cheated in our prelims exams for the third year because obviously we didn't cheat, we didn't study study yeah we didn't study we didn't tomorrow is my prelims and today i'm sitting in the high court what am i going to study right right general medicine ka paper phoda general surgery ka paper phoda oral path ka paper phoda community to sabne cheating hi kiya 
बराबर ने वैसे पास किया था सो थर्ड ईयर वी हैड दैट डिफरेंट काइंड ऑफ वन विच those memories will stay forever forever for life we like, still remember going in those rickshaws and those sumos and you know st buses and going there attending the supreme court so whenever i see supreme court on a television i go back in my flashback in 2005 2006 when we had gone there as students we didn't know anything what like, do you know but it was fun like it's all fun and jokes right now but it was serious matter then exactly and, it was and so you know what you know, know what it came down to our final year results were never revealed to us okay the whole mhs curriculum the whole mhs university results were declared mm-hmm. our results were withheld for 2 months mm-hmm. final year when you give for our time we had seven subjects you give seven theory exams you give seven practical exams mm-hmm. no matter how good you are mm-hmm. you would have screwed up in one exam pretty bad that you're sure that i can flunk mm-hmm. i was pretty decently good student but i was pretty sure i can flunk in my ortho practicals because i had done it so bad i was also not sure whether i'll pass everyone has that at least in one exam if not more right and we didn't know whether we had passed or failed and no. everyone still stayed adamant no we are not going to pay up we are going to wait let the courts take up the decision then the courts obviously could not take a decision but they gave the order that at least give their results and start their procedure mm. so i got two months less to prepare for my entrance exams as well it can have a very big impact on my entire professional life right. but we were so adamant about me bola na rangde basanti had a great influence on us so but we were like just your family supported you everyone's family supported that's a huge there were, thing like yeah there were no black moles around that people were paying up exactly piche se apne paas paisa hai apne ko kya karna kind of a category there were people who supported us our family stood with us and that's how we could get it but it was fun that's it that's, that's, <laughs> that's something it, that not many people would no, have experienced like, it but it was a different level of fun that we had in our bds local code alag so i'll tell you something we were kicked out of college but the teachers were so sympathetic to us mm. that they used to hold lectures for us secretly in some corner in the college in some small room they used to teach us till mm. because the teachers were passionate about teaching right. they knew that we are not done anything wrong barabar we are just stuck with the management and we are going locked heads with them so the teachers used to still teach us that was so admirable and i have a different kind of respect for those two teachers who taught us at, even at that times because if the management came to know they would Their have sacked them exactly the job it design. was simple for the management right they are not some unique people whom they can't replace right so the teachers still taught us that was a very very big thing that was something that i still look up to and it stays with you yeah when people do it then summit and then you will also do it for someone exactly right? so even when i go close to one of those teachers stays close to where my sister stays mm. so whenever i go to visit my sister i make sure i go and visit him wow. i might not meet my batchmates who stay in the same city but i still make sure i go to his clinic and visit him mm. because i have a different kind of a respect for him not for everyone else amazing i mean i have never heard such a <laughs> it's it was fun so uh, you finally got into mds yes and in endo so why endo I wanted a peaceful life, so <laughs> so uh, I was pretty sure I don't want to do ortho or prostho. Okay. I was very clear in my head that I don't like those two subjects. After that, I was okay doing anything. Mm-hmm. But yes, I also would not want to do a pedo because I don't love kids. I'm not so crazy about kids. You mm-hmm. need to love them to do pedo context. You can't just do pedo for the sake of doing it. You need to love kids and to do pay, it. You need. Another lot of patience, of patience exactly. and i am very low on patience <laughs> that is something that is very obvious for me mm. 
so endo i enjoyed doing endo and it is not so what can i say mm, stressful like a surgeon's job maybe mm. and okay i am into dentistry i also want to enjoy my life now i don't want to get into more stressful jobs in dentistry now right so uh, my thought process that time was which was greatly inspired by my sister and my jj ji because they both were dentists and they were doing Achha. those things okay so i took their guidance for sure mm. and they had a big influence in me deciding my field because mm. they were practicing it mm. they were like boss do endo you'll have a relaxed life and you'll make good money mm. you it won't be that you are not making good money and you will still also have a good relaxed life you won't have to run around at any time on the night and you will be fine so that's the whole thing i went through their advice and i'm pretty happy i did it it was my jijaji's advice and i took it blindly and how was the whole mds because like you said you always wanted that you finally got it in a government college uh, i think the best in the country yes it so was one of the best in the country how does it feel uh, like looking uh, back it was now, Uh, again it so i'll tell you something i did my masters again under dr mansingh pawar sir he is pretty strict he is very disciplined and he screws you right left and center so when i was thinking of taking admission there i had options of getting admission through all india to other colleges as well hmm. but i had decided in my head see this 3 years of my life are going to decide the future of my life the next 30 years are going to decide on what i learn and what i get imbibed into in these 3 years because right. these are the only 3 years that i'm going to really work hard and learn things after mm-hmm. that that level of passion goes down to some extent right, right. when you're not forced to do something here mm-hmm. i would be forced to so everyone told me don't take that seat because you will be screwed <laughs> like crazy and i was like boss i want to do it in fact to tell you something i had I the third rank <laughs> sorry i want to be screwed ah, I, I, that's exactly how it was you know a day before the admissions I called up the guy who had a rank higher than me. I was the third ranker, second ranker. I called him up, and he was like, "I was like, boss, तू क्या करने वाला है? मेरे को बता दे, because I need to decide whether I continue with my other college or should I just come to GDC Mumbai." Hmm. And he was like, "Boss, मैं साप के मुंह, साप के बिल में मैं हाथ नहीं डालूँगा." Hmm. That was his answer to me, and I was like, "Okay, तो मैं डालता हूँ." <laughs> and that's what I told him, and I did it. It was amazing. Sir is strict. Sir was very disciplined. He taught me. everything other than endodontics he taught me how to live life he taught me how to live life with all the stress and tension how to get over it how to manage people going down from a sweeper to the high court judge or a supreme court judge how to manage everyone how to take care of it develop he with his interactions i got that confidence i opened up i'm a hardcore introvert at least by birth i'm a hardcore introvert i used to be standing in a corner in a social function mm. i didn't even talk to people mm. when i got into mds and i started interacting with people and i realized boss in this profession you can't be an introvert right you need to be an extrovert because you need that patient in your pocket mm. and that is when he is going to empty his pocket into your pocket right so you need to be an extrovert and i started opening up myself i got that confidence in talking which came with my interactions with sir and with the patients that he gave me and that changed me as a person and then as a dentist mm-hmm. i learned a lot of things about life during my masters then about endodontics i proudly say that i did my masters from one of the best colleges in the country but i have learned more about endodontics from facebook than in my masters mm-hmm. because gyan har jagah bit raha hai mm-hmm. 
तुमको लेना आना चाहिए बराबर इट्स नॉट जस्ट नेसेसरी दैट यू लर्न फ्रॉम योर कॉलेज यू माइट नॉट लर्न एनीथिंग फ्रॉम योर कॉलेज बट देर आर ऑलवेज अ लॉट ऑफ गुड थिंग्स टू लर्न फ्रॉम पीपल एंड देर आर लॉट ऑफ बैड थिंग्स टू नॉट लर्न फ्रॉम पीपल यू नीड टू अंडरस्टैंड यू नीड टू फिल्टर आउट देर वर अ लॉट ऑफ बैड क्वालिटीज अबाउट एवरी वन हूम आई मेट एंड देर वर अ लॉट ऑफ गुड क्वालिटीज अबाउट एवरी वन दैट आई मेट जस्ट टेक द गुड क्वालिटीज लर्न दम इम्बाइप दम एंड मूव अड गो टू द नेक्स्ट पर्सन राइट यू हैव टू कीप ऑन डूइंग दैट यू हैव टू लर्न Don't stop learning. Everyone has something to teach. Mm-hmm. Even a rickshaw wala can teach you something. Mm-hmm. For that matter, you need to be open to that. Right. Even an assistant can just say something which will literally shake you at times. Ki boss, yeah, why didn't I think about this? Because they are looking from a different angle than you. That's the whole point. They have a different perspective about life, about whatever it is which you might not be thinking about. So always be open to, and that is what I learned in dentistry. And you know. I was handling his VIP clinic in my masters and in this VIP clinic anyone from a minister to a secretary to a high court judge would come down for treatments right <laughs> in fact my the current chief justice of india has been my patient wow so i have attended his son's wedding we had very good relations so when you treat people of that stature and that knowledge mm. you can't fool them See, it's simple as that. Sometimes you say something to the patient which you also know is a lie, but you say that at times to get around something, right? You can't fool these guys. They know you within a split second. When you open their mouth, they know you, right? They have scanned you and they know whether you are lying or not. So once you start talking to these kind of people, the confidence that it gives you. Now, I'm not scared about treating anyone. मेरे हाथ नहीं कापते कोई भी कोई भी होने तो it doesn't matter to me because I have treated the guys. We've been there, done that. So now I have that confidence which I got from Pawar Sir and GDC Mumbai, and that is why where they are. Uh, so basically, MDS was like a life game changer for you. And I, not many people from GDC Mumbai would say that, especially the endo department. If God gives me an opportunity, what three years of your life you would want to live again? I would blindly go back to my masters. Wow. Not many people. No, I'm sure not even a single person would say that. Forget many people. I'm sure not even a single person would say that. But I had fun. I used to slog like a donkey, to say the least. We used to be in the college at eight thirty. I remember the college used to shut down at four thirty. Only twice in my life I entered the hostel at five thirty. And even that time, that watchman was like, "Arey sir, aaj itna jaldi." He was literally mocking me. "Arey sir, aaj itna jaldi." that's only twice that happened that i entered back the hostel one hour later i didn't enter at 4:30 entered at 5:30 it i never left the college on time we used to slog like a donkey and i used to consult also so we being a mumbaiker and being in the city of mumbai and in vt station you were in the center so i used to consult also so i used to slog my ass like anything and i used to be back at times at right 1 o'clock 2 o'clock because i had to make money So I was doing that, but it was pure fun. There's a meme which is coming in my head, but I'll tell you at the end. Not like you. Now. You should tell me right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, like last question on this point was, according to you, what was the main difference between when you were like a BDS student and when you were like an MDS student? According to you, what was the main difference? The focus. Okay. The focus that you get and the maturity that you get. I would say more than the focus, it is the maturity that comes in your thought process, which comes when you get into masters. As a BDS clinician, we don't have that maturity. You need to have the focus to look at that single tooth also, and then have that focus to look at the bigger picture also. 
usually what i have seen with the students especially is that they don't look at the bigger picture mm. just to give you an example i just had a patient coming down a dentist father just 3 days back okay he was undergoing some dentistry with someone and it, there was a goof up and i had to correct it so it was an upper canine so my thought process was not just to correct the goof up my thought process was this patient is undergo a full mouth rehabilitation and this canine is a very important strategic tooth in his mouth mm. because canine guidance and everything so i have to look at it that way my whole focus should not be just to take care of that single tooth this tooth is going to come under a lot of stress later because of canine guidance coming into picture look at it at the bigger picture don't just concentrate only on the tooth which is something that you get taught in your masters okay. that you have to focus on the problem at hand but look at the bigger picture which comes with masters when you do it right okay there are many people who just do masters for the sake of it with just that focus on one tooth it's not going to going to give you anything right. it's just going to give you an additional three alphabets mds that's it it's not going to change your thought process and one more thing that gave me that getting the bigger picture was something very unconventional watching the series house md mm. if you have seen that yes you see how unconventional they are in their diagnosis and yeah. how they look at the entire bigger picture yeah you need to do that it's not just for the medicos you we are also working in the mouth we are working in the patient's body so and the way they break it down and connect yes. to every part you of, have to connect those yeah. dots and you know you have to break down the whole thing and then connect everything mm. so that's also something that really opened my thought process and i suddenly remembered in my first year anatomy in the dissection table there was some anatomical variation in the patient and we were amazed by it mm. and i asked my teacher aisa bhi ho sakta hai she was like kaisa bhi ho sakta hai <laughs> and it still remains with me mm. ki expect the unexpected like, kuch bhi ho sakta hai yeah. it i just exclaimed are wah aisa bhi ho sakta hai mm. i was just a uh, innocent student back then who understand nothing humko lagta tha jo textbook mein wohi milega udhar but kuch bhi milta hai so now that process and that statement is still in my head ki ha kaise bhi ho sakta hai barabar so that thing comes slowly got it so we move to our last section which is the rapid fire section where i ask you question you i'm stressed answer. about this no it's uh, <laughs> it's very uh, something you know yeah your favorite bds posting ah oral surgery and why the teachers there were amazing it's not just about oral surgery the teachers there we had were amazing i still call them as my godfathers I just met one of my teachers about a month ago when I had gone to Pune and the different kind of respect I have for them because they taught us in a way that still rings in my head mm. even when now I am doing an extraction I can hear them talk mm. I it was so you know a lot of I feel one of the biggest reasons why you start loving a subject or hating a subject is because of who taught you it depends on a lot on how it was put across to you mm. that is what i feel mm. oral surgery was put to us in a very different way because of those teachers and we loved it mm. but see surgically you might also say everyone wanted to be a medico and oral surgery is the only field that gives you some connection to that just to give you an example perio mm. not like a crazy subject that people end up loving we had an amazing professor that time there in my college and when he used to take a lecture it was just magical for us he was also a blackboard and a chalk kind of a person and maybe i am inspired by him and that is how i take my lectures right 
you know his lecture would go extend by an hour and we would still be fine with it and my first love when i got my uh, results for my entrance exam was i want to do perio because i used to love that subject because of my teacher the whole point was how that subject was put across you might end up loving a community dentistry also it all depends upon how it has been put across and taught yeah. so oral surgery was taught to us in a very good way and that's why we enjoyed it okay. we were screwed we were thrown out my first year in final year bds i was thrown out of the department, department. os was my first posting but it was fun, fun. <laughs> we learned that's how you learn right, right. you need that you need, you that. need to be disciplined and dande se marna padta hai Uh, one book you'd recommend everyone to read once how to win friends and influence people by dale carnegie yeah that's a great book i read it in 2005 and i have i guess 2005 mm-hmm. and i have reread it many times it changed my life mm-hmm. i i told you i am a hardcore introvert and that book started me made me open myself and start being an introvert so now if i meet any of my batchmates they are like this is not the anand we knew, knew. <laughs> the bds batchmates ye tu kaisa anand ho gaya tu pehle aisa nahi tha so they don't recognize me anymore is pe bhi ek meme aata hai so you are not the same person anymore and for the good hmm. it's not that i have got worse i have got better yeah your favorite dental instrument protepa gold i love it so protepa gold is what we used for root canals and it's an amazing instrument i have been using it for the past 3 4 years now since it has been launched in the market so we have this saying between us endodontists we endodontists don't invest in gold we invest in nitai and protepa gold gives you that feel of buying gold but in nickel titanium and it's an amazing instrument it does beautiful job so i'm sure you must have tried it. i mean almost all the systems out there but you've again come back to protepa gold yes so i have been using so protepa gold is just a metallurgical advancement from the original protepa now i've been using protepa since 2009 mm. and i'm stuck to it i just can't go to anyone else okay i've used literally everything on the market as you said it's just that something you're comfortable with okay it's not that protepa gold is something that others can't do but i'm comfortable with it one uh, it's not possible but one dental instrument or equipment which you regret buying or you have stopped using <sighs> stopped using impression trays now since i have moved into digital dentistry and using scanners now okay. regret buying i guess there would be a lot because my cabinets are full of full of things that <laughs> i am not using one which you can remember ah this is going to be a tough thing there are many i guess x-ray positioners which you never end up using lead aprons we never use i guess everyone has in their clinic but we never use i regret buying that uh, i can't think of any i'll have to go and open my cabinet and i'll send you a good list of it well i think the extra position was even i have one i've never used never used it. one yeah and i bought it for good amount of money mm-hmm. and you never used it right <laughs> you buy it thinking ah i'm going to use this every time and you use it never right so uh, who's your inspiration in dentistry right now dr mohan bhubneshwar mm-hmm. he is I'm going to meet him about 2 weeks later. I'm going down to his clinic in Chennai. He is doing amazing work and he's so down to earth, so approachable. Such a good gentleman and he is AACD accredited which not many dentists in India are. Mm. And he's so good at mentoring you that I'm looking up to it. Wow. And we we'll look forward yes for your experience. Surely. Uh, if you were not a dentist, what would you be? a medico maybe okay 
um, would have gone into medis medicine for sure. Maybe something in the chest or cardio region, but would be in medicine in the for sure. Industry. Healthcare industry okay. for sure. Uh, your favorite dent because you travel a lot. So your your favorite dental conference experience. Ah, so something related to Dr. Mohan sir. I just was in Kochi about a month back attending the seventh conference from Academy of Cosmetic Dentists of India. Mm -hmm. And trust me, the way conferences are held, if, at least in India, and I'm sure pretty pretty sure globally, is that you have 10-15 speakers coming down, taking a lecture, one one hour each lecture, and then once you're done with the conference, you don't have anything to take home, mm. right? You're like, okay, I socialized, I met a lot of friends, but what did I take home? What can I apply to my clinical practice from the next day itself, which is very less. Here, the conference was for three days, and the first two days, we had just two speakers from the US and Canada, to top-notch guys, people who are from the accreditation team of AACD, who were just talking the whole day through the whole process from diagnosis to treatment planning to actual execution to delivery, everything, which was put across to us in the whole two days. Mm. And then the third day, we had Dr. Javier Tapia from Spain, who is a crazy act. He gives you VFX in dentistry that you would have never seen before. It's really? better than an Avatar movie. Wow. He does better than an avatar or whatever Hollywood movie can you think of. He will see dentinal tubules that you have never thought of. The collagen fibers and the enamel prisms. And the way he taught, taught photography was amazing. I have attended at least three or four lectures on photography from the best national and international speakers. But within that one day, he taught such amazing things that... I was blown away. I was blown away. That experience of that whole conference, the how how warm and welcoming everyone was. The way it was conducted. The way it was conducted, organized, punctual, on time. Many things in India are not <laughs> punctual, right? We are famous for that, right? Yes. Everything was on time. It was an amazing experience. And okay. I missed a big endo conference happening in Mumbai to yeah. attend that. And it was totally worth it. Wow. So And like you said, you had it like... Uh, Takeaway message. You had a lot of takeaway messages. Mm -hmm. You were inspired and sirf inspiration se kuch nahi hota hai. Mm -hmm. Karna bhi padta hai. Right. It's as simple as that. Just getting inspired makes, does no change, right? <laughs> After two days, that inspiration vanishes. Yeah, motivation is zero if you don't do anything about it. So it's useless, right? right, right. So, but we were inspired and that is wow. That is the moment I decided, boss, I need to take that next step. I want to get into uh, adhesive and aesthetic dentistry. And that is the moment I spoke to Mohan sir that... I want to come under your umbrella and I want you to take me. I didn't ask him, will you take me? Mm. I was like, I want you to take me and I'm literally forcing myself on him. Mm. I know he is more than welcoming. But that whole experience made me take that step. Last one. One thing you wish to change in dentistry in India. People need to get serious about dentistry. Dentists need to get serious about their profession. Mm. I see a lot of people on groups talking bad about themselves. Okay. You might be seeing that on social media. A lot of people downgrade our own profession. People downgrade your neighboring dentist. Whenever a patient comes to me with some bad dentistry done, my first point to the patient is don't tell me the name of the doctor also has done it. I just want to know when it was done. That's all. I don't need anything else. I don't care who did it. It's not going to make any difference to my treatment plan. So don't tell me that. But respect your neighbor, respect your profession. That is what is giving you the bread on your plate. Get serious about it. 
even in masti if you are saying bad about your profession it stays with your subconscious mind right. never look down on yourself or your profession let if you look down on yourself or your profession the whole world is going to look down you have to create that difference that i am not the regular dentist that you might be going to there is something different in me and the patient will understand that after meeting you once or twice they'll understand that that this guy takes his job seriously this guy takes his profession seriously right. there are many who don't there are many who don't take the time seriously for example hmm. people give an appointment ha kal aa jao 7:30 7:00 baje the patient will land up at 8 o'clock that is if that is how you give an appointment the patient is not going to respect your time in my clinic everything goes by the clock 10 baje matlab 10 baje it has to be on time obviously there are some unexpected events that happen for which i make sure i apologize at least five times to the patient if that happens but you have to put your foot down and get serious about yourself and that is when patients will get serious about you and i've noticed that a lot of this young generation is not serious about themselves and their profession they take it very lightly they talk bad about it they look down on themselves which is not right you have to get serious about dentistry you have to get serious about your profession which is the most important get serious about it I've been a part of this generation, so I, I mean, I can see that happening, and even the next generation is coming. Like you said, it's true. It's true for just not our like that. That's sadly the situation we are in, and hopefully we improve, work on it, and improve yes, it. Yes, and like you so. said, if we take ourselves, then only the patient will take us seriously. If you're not respecting yourself, nobody is going to respect you. Right, right. It's as simple as that. Right. You have to respect your time. You have to respect your profession. Mm-hmm. You have to respect. everything that you are doing once the patient sees that they'll respect everything that you do that is very very important give it that respect give it that seriousness don't take things lightly because they stay with your subconscious mind and the patients will get that mm-hmm. the patients will understand that right and it will reflect in many things mm-hmm. you know the patient will not respect your time your charges your many things i don't have patients bargaining with me mm-hmm. nobody does that because they know i respect my work i respect my time i respect everything nobody even dares to bargain with me but everyone has that problem everywhere right, right. because you are not respecting your profession so the patients are also not respecting your work and your profession respect it you will get it in return in multiple folds absolutely so dr anand thank you that was a short first podcast hopefully we'll again have you soon on it sure and uh, like i said like uh, right in this episode we just discuss few of of your things because you have much more knowledge and much more things and one of those few uh, dentists out there who are doing so many things and excelling at it i'm not saying because you are there i'm since known you since the last 7 years now seen yes. you do every new thing and you know be at it you have not given up so uh, there's lot to talk uh, but again hopefully in another episode so thank you for taking out time you have a crazy schedule like you said and still you could take out time for this episode and i think it will benefit a lot of us it will benefit me personally and it's always wonderful to meet you yeah. and uh, thank you again so it was a pleasure any time for you thank you we'll meet soon sure thank you ha yaar kaan dukh gaye mere ye bahut crazy lagta hai wo jo meme hai na meme ha wo mds ka meme वो राज का मीम नहीं है राज मूवी ना राज मूवी वन उसमें वो हीरोइन बोलती है ना कि मैं तुम्हें बर्बाद कर दूंगी तो ये बोलता है मैं बर्बाद होना चाहता हूँ बर्बाद होना चाहता हूँ 